wrestling, wrestling. tacos. The most I want one. The Reaper. This isn't just wrestling. This is bullshit. This is straight bullshit. You're even gonna do it? Yeah, you don't even have to do introductions. You just go straight into it. Yes. Super Showdown happened yesterday, and if you watched, or if you didn't watch, like me, because I didn't fucking watch. <laughs> Goldberg. How? What happened? What happened, Ruben? <laughs> um. <laughs> Goldberg won. Yeah, he he beat the fiend. Um, I'm not as mad as it, about it as you are, but I really want to hear you talk about it. Goldberg pinned <laughs> the fiend to win the universal championship. To win which belt did he even get? The blue one or the fucking the blue one? The blue one, man. He's not gonna get the toy one. So does he? Do they bring out both of them or what? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, fucking, I just saw the blue one. You call it a toy. He was holding up the blue one when I saw it. So, uh... uh I can't remember what I said last week or the week prior. I think I believe I said uh, if Goldberg wins, I'm going to stop watching SmackDown. So, um... I think that's what I said, or I'm going to stop watching both. I'm not too sure. Either way, I didn't watch Raw or SmackDown this week. Um, I, I gave a... Took a week hiatus from wrestling, and... Uh, I'm glad I did. I'm, I'm really glad I did. <laughs> yeah, I had a... Um some health stuff going on so i i missed uh most of the shows this week as well um wow <laughs> yeah um so goldberg's the new the new champion universal champion right so yeah so yeah then it's gonna be goldberg so, versus roman reigns at wrestlemania obviously prob- right? probably that's what's teased or uh, that's what's been reported um and it's also to set up Bray Wyatt versus John Cena. Okay, first of all, I heard this rumor last week: John Cena versus Roman uh, versus the Fiend. Yeah, this would have been great for the title. You could have had John Cena go after the title. Yeah, you know, oh, seventeen time he might there's be seventeen. Yeah, there's a good story to tell. And uh, the, have the Fiend destroy him, and then have the Fiend lose to fucking Roman Reigns because that's where it's the only title to fucking go to is Roman Reigns at the next show. I don't know who the fuck and who in the world wants to see. Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Uh, it's kind of interesting. It's not. It's definitely not what I would choose to main event anything. But it, I think it's pretty interesting, in a way. Like the only way I can see it going is Roman Reigns is gonna win, and yeah. Vince wants him to get cheered. I guess since Goldberg is part time, but even then, no one really hates Goldberg except for probably me. It's really just you. Yeah. Um. It doesn't. Okay, I like I said, I'm, I'm not as mad about it as you are, and it's understandable. I could understand definitely. My wife is upset about it. Um, for me, I've said from the beginning, man. Well, not from the beginning, but after Hell in a Cell, they just haven't booked the Fiend right, and the Daniel Bryan stuff was the only good thing out of the Fiend for me. Um, I just don't think he got the reaction that he should have gotten. And it's, it, has, it has nothing to do with him. Like It was all how he was booked. And they didn't book him like the star that he is, I guess is a way to say it. And you could tell just from the reactions whenever Goldberg would come out, I mean, he's, he's definitely a bigger star than than The Fiend. Um, they didn't, and it doesn't make sense to me long-term at all. 
you know, that, what's Goldberg? Goldberg's, what, 52, 53? He's not going to do anything for years. You know what I mean? Um, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, I mean, he could still go for, he has upwards of 10 years left, I would say, you know, as a wrestler in, in his prime. And they're kind of just wasting it. You know, I could understand if it's a short-term thing of you're trying to get, you know, the ass and seats for WrestleMania and you're trying to promote this and this and that, whatever. I, I get that 100%, but no, they got to stop relying on all these old guys. Like, it's one thing when it's like you bring in a 40-year-old dude, a 45-year-old dude, 49-year-old dude, as long as they're at the top of their game. But if it's somebody like Goldberg or even The Undertaker who just doesn't, they don't come you know what I'm saying? Or they're not there. Why? Why are you not pushing these younger guys? Okay, I'm all for Undertaker versus AJ Styles uh, WrestleMania. No, I'm I'm all for that too. But that's the thing. That's an attraction match, right? It's not. What what real implications does it have? Except, oh, you're gonna lose at WrestleMania, right? It's not for a title. It's not over somebody who's been or they've been trying to build. Or uh, I can't even say trying because they really haven't. But Somebody who's looked at as somebody who could have been top of the company. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of thing. AJ Styles is amazing. But, re, you know, realistically, AJ Styles doesn't have to do anything anymore. So, that's what I don't get. Like, I'm all for Goldberg coming back and doing these matches. I really am. Like, I love seeing him. But in something like this, for a title and over a Bray Wyatt, yeah, I... I, I don't get it. All right, let's talk about the future of this podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm not watching SmackDown tonight. I'm not watching um, Raw Monday. I won't be watching anything until maybe WrestleMania, just to see Shayna Baszler destroy Becky Lynch. I really hope she does. I, if oh, she doesn't, God. if she doesn't, I am really stopped stopped to be altogether after that. Boy, I um, mean, in all honesty, well, I I guess I didn't really watch Raw, but um, they are setting up for Elimination Chamber. Right, so it's, there's gonna have you know it's gonna have Oscar, Shayna, uh, the Riot Squad, and Natalia. Yeah. Or we used to be the Riot Squad. Yeah, former Riot Squad. And I mean, everybody. I hate to say it because it sounds so fucked up, but everybody besides Oscar and Shayna really don't matter. So, and I, I mean, they're not gonna do anything with. I mean, Asuka, let's be honest. Everybody besides Shayna doesn't matter. That, well, come on, everybody loves Oscar, man. And everybody loves Oscar, but, you, but you it know doesn't I mean, matter. You know what I mean, right? You, yeah. you know, you know, this is, there is no other real name on there that it's like, oh, what if, you know, whoever wins, it's going to be Shayna. I really hope Shayna destroys Becky Lynch. Um, but that's really, honestly, man, all I'm really looking forward to. I mean, the Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre stuff, of course. I mean, I, I want to see Drew win. See, but those are the only two things that I'm thinking of, man. I'm looking forward to Drew winning, but... I can't say I'm looking forward to the match because I feel like it's going to be a squash match real quickly. It's not going to be like a 10 to 15 minute match. I feel like it's going to be... Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a Brock Lesnar match. Yeah. But I feel like it'll... I, I think it'll be more entertaining than, than what you probably expect. I, me personally. No, oh but yeah. I think it's more of a how Drew McIntyre's been built up. Like, I, I think it'll be... I think it'll be really good. Yeah, it'll be entertaining, but... Um... It'll be good. I just don't. I, I ain't expecting it to be last long. It'll probably be like five minutes. Probably start off the show and oh, then yeah, yeah, uh, Goldberg like and eight minutes at the most. If it if it even got to that point, and yeah. I don't think it will. But 
that's that's what's weird too. This whole, you know, you have Super Showdown, and then you have Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania, and there's only two matches, the two that I just mentioned, that are for sure. Oh, and uh, Charlotte and Rhea, that yeah. are only like those are the ones that are actually like set, I guess. Unless they throw Bianca Belair in that, which I, I don't think they will, but I've heard some things that they might. Um, I don't think they've done a good job overall, though, of building up towards WrestleMania. I think it's all, you know, feuds that are going to start at the beginning of the month or, you know, or whatever, and then a month later happen at WrestleMania. I forgot about Edge versus Randy Orton. I'm looking forward to that match, too. And Edge versus Randy Orton. My bad. But, Randy Orton's been doing great, though. Oh, yeah, man. Randy Orton um, is fucking awesome. Uh, you gotta start putting some respect on his name, man. Like I know they say he's boring and whatever, whatever, but when he's a heel, oh man. Yeah, when when he's uh, motivated, he's at his best. He no one's better than Randy Orton whenever he's motivated, and he's motivated to wrestle Edge. So, so that's great. Of Edge, or, uh, Edge and uh, Randy Orton next week. Beth Phoenix is gonna be on Raw, and this might be the asshole part of me, but. God, I hope Randy Orton comes and RKO's the shit out of her. Either, I, I would love for him to bring the punt back. <laughs> I, I think that'd be so cool. I, I doubt it, but... God, I sound like an asshole saying it. <laughs> <laughs> there's still some things, you know, that it's like I can watch and I'm excited for. It. But there's a lot of decisions that they make that it's just like, I don't understand why. Like I say, even for me, who... I mean, I'm a Goldberg fan. I, I, I would, I'd love seeing him win. Even with something like this, it's not my, you know, I'm like I said, I'm not as bad as you are, but I'm pretty, I'm disappointed. Um, I thought, I think, I think I had said it before. I thought it was going to be, uh, you know, Goldberg does however many spears and, you know, jackhammers, whatever, whatever. Fiend no sells it, does his move and wins, which I think, you know, Goldberg, nothing, I don't think he could do anything that would you know, diminish him. And then it would build up the fiend that he beat this legend, you know. That's why it just doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't understand. I know I keep bringing it up, but... Yeah, let's, let's not bring it up because you're making him pissed off more. Um, huh? I said let's not bring it up because you're pissing me off more. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, it, it just makes no sense to me. Like, where does the fiend go from here? If it's true he faces John Cena... Okay, whoop de doo He faces John Cena. He eliminates John Cena because, you know, The Fiend doesn't forget about what John Cena did. He beats him. Okay, cool. Yeah. Where does he go after that? After WrestleMania. Like, you can't build him up again to make him believe that he'll beat Roman Reigns, who beat Goldberg, who beat The Fiend. Like, you just can't make that believable. And get our yeah. title run, and who the fuck is he going to face on SmackDown? Unless they bring in fucking Killer Cross. In which case, oh, I'm all actually, for that. That uh, there's been this SmackDown glitch thing lately. I have me personally, I haven't seen it, but I've been hearing about it. Yes, and I am hearing that uh, Killer Cross is either either he's the one that they're teasing with that, or um, or I don't know. My bad, I kind of zoned out. But um, either um, from what I'm hearing is they're gonna put him straight onto the main roster. So that probably is him on SmackDown, and, and I'd be all for that, too. Yeah, on uh, SmackDown, I was actually... It looked like Ali's... Whenever Ali comes out, he has that uh, that 
Light on that's, the 10? That's what I was going to say. Um, I, I'm hearing that it's either Killer Cross or it's Ali, which I, I mean, honestly, I, I, I really want to see Killer Cross, but if it's Ali, I mean, I would not be disappointed. Yeah. Um, um, I said, what, two months ago, whenever those rumors of Killer Cross joining WWE, yeah. uh, I said that, you know, the best way to put them is have them come to WrestleMania. Don't have them come up ever. Don't have them do any vignettes, anything. Have them appear at WrestleMania. Whoever the Universal Champion is, if they put him on SmackDown, demolish him. If Roman Reigns wins, let him celebrate for a minute. Come in, demolish him. Completely. Just something. And, the dude's so damn intimidating. He has that look. He has a great look. Um, I think anyway, you know, anyway you were to put him in there, like it's just instant going to be some success, you know. Um, and Scarlett Bordeaux needs to be with him. Damn, damn, yeah. That would be pretty freaking sick. Yeah, because I'll be fine with that being the main event. And then, you know, Roman celebrating, all the fireworks going off. They're about to, oh, you know, we'll see y'all, you know, Monday. Have a good night. And then Killer Cross comes in, destroys them completely. Like, yeah. I, that would be great. Yeah, that would be pretty badass. I really hope, you know, that he is the one with the glitch. Like I said, if it's Ali, as long as it's one or the other. But if it's somebody else, I'm, I'm going to be like, what the hell. But if it's Ali, that'd be pretty freaking badass. But I really want to see Killer Cross, dude. Yeah. I really want to see him. Um, we had other stuff at Super Showdown. Uh, like we mentioned with uh, Undertaker versus AJ Styles. Uh, they had that gauntlet match or whatever it was for that whatever trophy. <laughs> and, um, yeah, AJ Styles was out there at the Keep Hidden Our Truth. And uh, Rey Mysterio was supposed to come out. They played his song like twice. He didn't come out. They go to backstage or whatever, and the OC's beating him up. So AJ's like, "Oh, well, you know, he's not gonna come out. Give me my trophy, whatever, whatever." He's telling the announcer to announce it. He said, and the referee raises his hand, and then the ref or the announcer says, um, "But you know, if uh, AJ Styles' opponent doesn't come out, the count of ten, you know, AJ will win." It starts counting down. I think when he gets to like six or something. Um, they go back to the the backstage camera and they show the OC laid out and heard or whatever. And then you see uh, the Undertaker's boots and his, uh, his, what is it, trench coat or whatever? What is it called? Yeah, trench coat. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyways, he comes out, chokeslams AJ Styles and wins. And uh, it's just like, you know, we have been saying and what's been reported. Uh, looks like Undertaker versus AJ Styles for WrestleMania, which I'm all for. Yeah, I think that match would be good. Um, the only way it will end up being bad, okay. not, not too bad, is if Undertaker wins. Because, I mean, he doesn't need the victory. It's like AJ Styles hasn't done much in WWE besides the WWE title. So I think this will yeah. be a big win for him to beat Undertaker. I really don't want to see that. You don't I, see I don't him? want to see him lose again. <laughs> I know at this point it shouldn't matter because he's lost twice. Yeah. So it really isn't anything about the streak anymore. So it makes sense. And I would love to see AJ Styles win. But I guess me personally, I also wouldn't want to see The Undertaker lose at a WrestleMania again. But, you know, that's just me. I, I think mean, either way, I, I can't be upset with the outcome. Yeah. I just don't want to see AJ Styles do a Styles clash on The Undertaker. I feel like that would kill really him. Huh? I feel like The Undertaker would die. Yeah, and I feel like for as smart and savvy as The Undertaker is, I feel like he'd be the one, because of the age and how awkward it would be, you know, with how tall he is, um, 
he'd be the one to tuck his head, you know, the wrong way. And yeah, yeah. I, I really, <laughs> really hope he doesn't try that. Like if, if AJ Styles wins, I hope it's with the phenomenal forearm or the, what is it, the calf? Uh, the calf the crusher? Calf thing, the calf crusher? I, it can't be yeah. that way, though, because I can't see Undertaker tapping out to that. So it has to be the know, phenomenal right? forearm. When was, when was the last time we've seen Undertaker tap, right? Yeah, has Undertaker ever tapped out? Jesus, man, I have no idea. Anymore. Probably like the biker <laughs> Undertaker from like 2002. You know, that brings me like, when I think about the Undertaker, right? Obviously, like the Fiend gets compared to him. They should have done what they did, you know, with the Undertaker. The Undertaker was never like the champion, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's had reigns, but his was always more about the character. And that's what they should have done. I don't think they should have ever, or at least as early as they did, they shouldn't have thrown him into the title picture immediately. They should have built up that character. Eventually, he can have it. So if he does lose it, he doesn't lose any credibility. You know. I know. I know. We were going to move on from this because you were upset, <laughs> but it just got me thinking about it. Like, I, I don't understand. I, ultimately, it all it just goes back to like, what are what are you thinking? I guess. But my bad, buddy. Yeah, no, I mean, I haven't, I haven't actually, <laughs> I haven't actually thought about that, how Undertaker really, he has like, what, seven world title reigns, I believe, but. I think so, maybe less, and it, it, that that's the thing, though, like, when you think of him, or at least for most people, when you think of him, you don't think of him being the champion, you think of the character, you think of the things he's done in his special matches, you, you know, you think of that, um, like, I, rem- I can remember him, right, with the world heavyweight championship, right, but. Yeah. Like, I've never, I will never put it in my head, oh, he was one of the greatest champions ever. I will always think of him as he was one of the greatest characters ever. Yeah. And I feel like they should have done that with The Fiend. Um, he doesn't have to be all, I mean, I guess he was already kind of going down there, but, you know, he doesn't have to be all, like, what is it? Um, what's the word? Like, The Undertaker. Like, it's all magic and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't have to be like that with The Fiend, but... He didn't have to be in that title picture. He didn't, you know, it, like I said, build up the character first. Then you can win it. Because you never look at The Undertaker and be like, oh, he was one of the worst champions. Or, oh, he wasn't a good champion. It was just, he was never the champion. I should have done that. I think they put him in the title picture just because Rollins had the title. And there was yeah, no that, one. that's exactly what it was. There was no one for Rollins to face. So, The Fiend was over. And they wanted to do it where, you know, hey, have The Fiend, um... Not lose, you know, the hell in the cell shit, but you know he still he still looks good, and everybody's gonna yeah. still cheer him. But then you know all the fans backlash and shit, which I was one of them, and they get yeah. him the title. So maybe they're trying to go with that, you know, all about the character over the titles, mm-hmm. and maybe we're just they just should have built the character up more. You know, like if something like that were to happen, but it was months and months and months into the character, we already know how the character is. I think we still would have been upset and how it ended. But we wouldn't have looked at it like, oh, well, this messed up the fiend. Yeah. You know, or at least me. I, I definitely looked at it like that. So, I guess, like I said, man, ultimately, it's just like, I, like, what are you thinking? But, I mean, after all these years, I mean, what did we expect, I guess? <laughs> I mean, they've been doing stuff like this forever. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. Um, Lance Archer signed with AEW. <laughs> I'll go ahead and switch that up before you get mad. Um, Lance Archer was in New Japan had a great showing at the G1 um, and now he's uh, he signed with AEW hold up hold up hold up hold up 
You're skipping over his most important part about him. God, is it going to be something stupid? He was in WWE, man. He was he was the top guy. He was Lance Hoyt. I don't remember him in WWE. Exactly. He was the best. Wasn't he like Vance Archer? Yes. No. Why? Yeah, Vance Archer. <laughs> like they wouldn't even let him have his name. Yeah, he was uh there like 2010, eight. Was it? Is it? Was it real quick? I, I have no idea. I think he was in. F- I think it was FCW or you know the developmental at the time, and he came up on so SmackDown. So he was never actually on the roster, like the main roster. No, he he was on SmackDown for a little bit, but. Oh okay. I mean, he wasn't. He he was a big star. He was the best to ever do it on SmackDown. What? Not playing. Uh, he was just on SmackDown. He was he was basically a jobber on SmackDown, which is so weird, right? Because he's so big and he's pretty athletic. I mean, he, right now he's one of the top big men in the industry. Yeah. Um. I don't, yeah, I don't know, but I know his, his New Japan run was was really good. Um, I think he had said he got himself in a better place, you know, better, you know, healthier, everything like that, um, which showed. And now he's in AEW. He's gonna actually show up next week. Um. In Colorado, so I guess we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm pretty excited for it, though. Hmm. And we we saw him uh, when he came down with Cactus League. Yeah, uh, and he went up against uh, Chris Masters. Yeah, and I actually saw him back in uh, when he came down from Gulf Coast, um, like a year ago. Yeah, and he was pretty good in there. Like he's he's always been pretty good. I want to get him on the podcast and uh, whenever because uh-huh. I think it was when we first started the podcast, me and Nick and. Um, he never, I mess. I told him if I can message him and whatever, and he'll get back to me. He never really got back to me. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter. He's, he's real busy. I don't care. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, I uh, I didn't know at the time when we when we went to Kansas City that he was uh he was actually pretty big in New Japan. He's there. He was their United States champion. Yeah. Um, and most more recently, he uh earlier last month he uh he went up against Moxley. John Moxley in that Texas Death Match, um, which was actually really good uh, for the championship or for the chance to fight for the championship. So, yeah, I, I think it's a it's a really good pickup. I mean, AEW doesn't have a lot of like big big guys. He'll probably be one of the tallest. Yeah, or biggest overall. Which is like... definitely you know in a in a in a promotion full of like shorter dudes, like he's gonna look so like Hager looks intimidating. You can imagine how how Archer is gonna look. Yeah, he's like six seven, I believe. Six eight. Six eight. Damn. Yeah. Uh-huh. Six eight. Um. So yeah, I, I think that's a pretty good pickup. Um. So you, I mean, you took a hiatus, kind of, from wrestling. Yes. <laughs> You're probably gonna end up taking a longer one. <laughs> um. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, and then obviously, uh, like I said, I, I've had I had a couple of problems uh, last week, so I didn't really watch. But um, from what I've heard. Uh, like I said, they had the Elimination Chamber stuff. There's going to be three Elimination Chambers, I think. Isn't there? I think that's... I, I think there's three. Oh, no, or... Uh, there's only been one confirmed so far, no. but... I guess I haven't paid attention. I don't remember. I want to say I've heard that there's two or three, which is the Raw Women's, and then I think Lacey Evans did an interview and let it slip out that she's going to be in in one, so I think there's going to be a SmackDown one, and I think there's going to be a men's one, I don't know, either way, Elimination Chamber's coming up, I don't think they've built it up good, but at the same time, I mean, 
with Super Showdown, I mean, they had to build to that, I guess. Um, we have new champions, two tag champions, right, on, on SmackDown? Yes, The Miz and uh, Morrison actually picked up the win at Super Showdown, which... We, do we even do any predictions, which is hilarious, because... Uh... Probably not. Honestly, man, like, I'm not going <laughs> to... A lot of people get real political with it, and they're just like, you know, like, oh, I don't like Saudi shows for this, this, and that. Me, personally, I just I just haven't enjoyed any one of them. I've only enjoyed one, and it was whenever The Fiend won the title, and I only enjoyed it because the matches were actually pretty damn good. This yeah. one, I would have watched, but I was um out and about and doing mm. stuff, so I didn't watch it. Yeah, and then uh, I got into some of it. So, you know, I saw The Undertaker stuff. I saw... Um, with the fiend and Goldberg, I saw pieces of that. Um, I know Naomi and Bailey had their first. It was the first uh, women's championship match in Saudi, which is a history thing. Uh, I think Bailey won though. Wait, what'd you say? It was like the first. It wasn't the first women's match. But it was the first women's match for a title. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Bailey versus Naomi. Naomi actually got a really good pop. I was surprised. I think it's all the colors and shit. But um, did she do her entrance? Oh yeah, like her yeah, split she... and everything. Huh? Her split and everything. Uh, yeah, she did everything, and and it was uh because it's Saudi. Like all the production shit was like you could tell there was like way more money put into it. Yeah. Um, she was really over. And then with Bailey. Bailey came out, and uh, you see over there, I, I think it's like it's still like a touchy thing, so they can't have her like act like real heelish. So she came out, and she was like smiling and stuff, but eventually later on, she was telling the crowd to shut up, so they didn't throw anything at her, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it was okay. Um, oh, what else happened? Oh, Ricochet and Brock Lesnar? <laughs> I didn't watch the match. I went out to go get some tacos, all right? But... Uh, Brock Lesnar won. I, How I are those think tacos? There's going to be any doubt about that. Did you have huh? good? Did you have good tacos? Bacon, egg, and cheese. Breakfast tacos? Yeah. God, yeah I bacon, hate, egg, and cheese. I have not had a breakfast taco in the past three months. Probably because you're in Louisiana and they probably don't have that. Yeah, it fucking sucks. If you yeah. ever want to go to Louisiana from Texas, don't do it. Just don't. <laughs> you wanted to go, buddy. I'll, I'll be back in March, March, uh, late March. So I mean, I'll get my tacos then. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, I, I mean, for the most part, I think that's what we really had to go over. Yeah. Oh, uh, Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin had a steel cage match. Um, It'll be hilarious. Also, what was that? It'll be hilarious if this match, this uh, feud, isn't over and they have another match at WrestleMania. That would not be hilarious. <laughs> that would be hilarious to me. Because no, that would be like pulling my hair out. Um, is the Fiend gonna I, get a rematch? I made sure to skip most of it when I went to go get the tacos, um, but I came back to Roman Reigns winning. So, like every match they've had, Roman Reigns has won. I don't understand why they're continuing this feud, but whatever. Mm. Well, every main match, right? They had the what the loser eats dog food, even though nobody actually ate dog food. They just poured it over them. Um, the Royal Rumble when they had that Street Fighter it false count anywhere. Um, and now still cage match. Like, I, I don't understand what they're doing. Like I, I, I don't know if they're just dragging it out until 
I, I guess until this, like with Goldberg winning or what, but I have no idea, dude. So is uh, the Fiend getting his rematch, or are we going to skip over that again like everybody else? I bet they'll skip it. That's I'm stupid. Sure they'll skip it. Honestly, dude, I wouldn't be surprised if tonight on SmackDown, like, you know, John Cena comes back and then the Fiend goes immediately into it and doesn't, like, mention, does not mention it at all. Kind of like Kofi. Kofi didn't mention it for weeks. Like, I bet they'll do something similar. I don't understand why they don't do rematch pauses like the way they used to. It's only for the Universal title they don't do it. It's stupid. Is it only the Universal title? Pretty much. They I know they said that rematch clauses they ain't gonna do no more. Triple H while back, but then they started doing rematch clauses again. So it's just I don't pretty know why much they universal. Wouldn't. Like it makes sense, does it not? Yeah, it does. But anyways, um, Jesus. Yeah, there, there was a lot with that. Um, SmackDown Raw. I mean. Raw for me, I mean, like I said, I haven't watched completely in the, like, you know, in the, in the past week, but um, from what I've heard, they're still good shows, they just haven't been as good as they were earlier in the year, which I guess is, a, you know, it's probably expected, but I hope they start building more towards WrestleMania soon, um, but I've heard it's been fine, I've heard SmackDown hasn't been uh, that entertaining, SmackDown's unfortunately. Trash. Oh, the Bellas are going into the Hall of Fame. I don't know if you missed that. Yeah, that's right. They're going to Hall of Fame uh, officially. So yeah, uh, I, th- I think I talked about that last week actually. Yeah, yeah, they're both pregnant. <laughs> yeah, um, so that's gonna be something. <laughs> um, Jesus, man. I know Raw had Randy Orton. I'll talk about what I know. Randy Orton came out, apologized for what he did to Edge. They were in Canada, I believe. So I let Ke- yeah. Kevin Owens yep. coming out. So Kevin Owens came out, and uh, he pretty much said, "You know, you did, uh, you did what you did to Matt Hardy. You did what you did to Edge. We want to know why. Why are you being this way? And I've dealt with delusional people in the past, like Seth Rollins. It's all know an answer because Edge was pretty much a shouted hero, I guess. Yeah. And uh, he helped him in the back, and he's been wanting to have a match with Edge. Now it's possible they can have a match with Edge again. Mm-hmm. And uh, this led to. Them both having a match later on in the evening, uh, the main event. Um, yep, Randy Orton did that um, that apron, uh, that apron or what, what, the rope DDT, whatever, and um, the ref did a fast count. Yeah, it was a new ref from uh, I believe he wrestled. He not didn't wrestle. He uh, was a referee involved. Yeah, and uh, he did a fast count. Whatever. Both Randy Orton and Kevin Owens are looking like what the hell. And uh, Kevin Owens goes, rips open his shirt, and he had a, a Seth Rollins Monday Night Messiah. Yeah. Um, Rollins gave uh, came out and gave Randy Orton two steel shares and told him to like do the same thing he did to Matt Hardy. He knows he wants to listen to your voices, which I honestly I'm, like. We've already talked about it, but I love this Randy Orton. Again, oh, this yeah. Randy Orton when he's motivated, he's the best. Last week he fucking killed Matt Hardy, which was just awesome yeah. <laughs> and uh people are talking shit like oh how come no one came out to save matt hardy and matt hardy has no friends in the back it's like i mean i don't know if i talked about it last week if not i'm gonna talk about it this week but think about it if you see someone out there he killed edge already pretty much and he's gonna about to kill matt hardy do you really want to go out there and, and face him face to face he's probably gonna kill you too yeah like i think in some cases like this happens a lot right where you know people don't get saved 
in some cases, it makes sense. And I think with the Matt Hardy stuff, it makes sense that unless Jeff Hardy was coming out, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, Jeff Hardy will be the only acceptable yeah. one. And I the only time, like, 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 I'll use it as an example. When the build-up to the Royal Rumble. Remember before the Usos came out to save Roman Reigns and they kept talking about, oh, Roman Reigns doesn't have friends, but you know that he was just on a team. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's when it doesn't make sense. Yeah. When something like this, it makes sense unless Jeff Hardy would have come out, which I honestly, I think later on, before WrestleMania, I think Jeff Hardy will be one to come out yeah, and he, he's get attacked a, because him and Randy have that history and because he's, you know, what he's done to Matt. Well, I'm not too sure because he's actually been touring. I forgot that he's been back on tour with uh, SmackDown. Who? Uh, Jeff Hardy. Oh, really? Yeah. He's been back. Yeah, he's been backstage the past two weeks at SmackDown, so he might be used on SmackDown for WrestleMania season. Oh, oh well, maybe. But well, he, either way, I mean, they don't have to have him. I just think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, Jeff um, because Hardy was, they have that history, and you could even use more of the. I mean, even you know Matt and Edge were best friends back then. Jeff was close to them too. Um, you could bring in stuff about their experiences with TLC that they had. And say, you know, the respect I built for him, this isn't that, whatever, whatever. And then say how he had the hatred for Randy, because Randy, you know, put a screwdriver in his gauge and whatever. <laughs> and, um, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Jeff Hardy get his ass kicked by Randy Orton, too. I don't like Jeff Hardy, so I'd love to see that, too. How do you not? What is up with you? I, like, we went over this. These people? What we've is wrong we've with gone you? over this. I like the Hardy boys together. I don't like them separate. Jeff Hardy was so damn over when he was by himself. That he wasn't over with me, I didn't care for him. Yeah, but they didn't care about your opinion. Oh, no, they still don't. I don't care. That's the reason I made a podcast. <laughs> Maybe someone will care about my opinion. Whoever's listening. How would you not like Jeff Hardy was great? I'm not saying he wasn't great or he wasn't good. I actually no, no. I've said it before. He's mediocre in the ring. The only thing that's good about him is his spots, his dives, which you loved spots. So I mean, I'm not surprised you like Jeff Hardy, but. I don't care he was for spots before they called them spots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was innovator of spots pretty much, and I never cared for him. The only person I can say that I cared for that was pretty much spots was probably ever RVD, and that's only because he's a damn great wrestler as well. RVD's fucking badass, dude. Yes, he does, I don't think he gets the respect he deserves. He does not, and he I, he knows it. Yeah, he knows it. He knows it. I don't know if you've been on his Twitter. Or you know, like on his social media stuff, like he he knows it. And he always says like the stuff that you're watching, like they're copying me. Yeah, like, I did this stuff, and the same stuff that they say about the wrestlers now in AEW, NXT, you know, anybody who's athletic, I guess the same criticisms that they get is what Rob Van Dam used to get in the '90s. Yeah, because he would, you know, him and uh, you know, very few others were actually doing that same shit. So. Yeah, we gotta give more and more love to Rob Van Dam because, and then his character now is just fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, and in fact, actually, he's uh, I don't know if it's already aired, but he's probably gonna change his character along with Joey Ryan. What do you mean? Uh, an Impact, uh, Joey Ryan isn't the dick flipping anymore. Or is I don't know if it's spoiler. So if it's spoiler, you watch Impact. I'm completely probably. sorry. Probably. But they taped a, they had a couple tapings like a couple weeks ago, and um, I haven't watched Impact. So I don't have cable right now, so yeah. Um, I swapped, I listened to, read the spoilers, and Joey Ryan changed up his gimmick. What is it? What is he doing now? Um, he's pretty much not dick flipping. He's like, I guess, kind of like the librarian type shit. But is he a heel? I I don't know. All I know is that they they put that on the spoilers along with RVD. It's RVD, Joey Ryan, and uh, what's RVD's girlfriend? Uh, Katie Forbes. Yeah. That they all changed their gimmick. So. That's so weird. 
Yeah, I have no idea. It's hilarious though. That's that's interesting though. Like I that that really makes me want to see because I love Rob Van Dam, dude. And then like I said, that whole Twitch thing. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> that um, thing was great. What else happened on Smack on Raw? Um, they have to they. They have never had a contract signing for Elimination Chamber match in the history of WWE. And they this, this was weird. Um, a lot of people liked it. And from what I saw, I well, the whole first part I didn't like at all. Yeah, well, I didn't watch all of it. I watched the YouTube version of it, which is like three, five minutes and uh, Yeah, it's not the entire thing. Lawler apparently stuttered and Oscar uh, told him some shit. They had uh, Jerry Lawler had them sign. I fucking yeah. love Oscar. Yeah, Oscar's hilarious. Whenever he's been cutting these Japanese promos, and they're like, whenever they put captions on them, like they're hilarious. Um, whenever Ruby Riot signed, she uh, like basically threw it or pushed it to Oscar, and Oscar like just looked at her like bitch. <laughs> and I can't wait for that little matchup in the chamber because that was fucking hilarious. But um, I like what they can do with the Riot Squad. I just don't feel like any of them are important enough for it to really mean anything i guess yeah but it sounds bad to say but at, at least they're having another feud that isn't with dealing with lana for the females division so i'm good with that yeah yeah i'm cool with that too but oh, that's another thing man with rusev rusev was supposed to be on super showdown yeah apparently he's sick or something or that's what no, they're saying he's uh he was on so he hasn't been on tv because of the contract stuff mm-hmm and then they put him on the match because he wasn't going to go. And then they took him back off because of contract stuff. So I guess we'll see how that plays out within the next couple weeks. Yeah. Um, what but anyways, the Elimination Chamber stuff, my bad. Yeah, uh, Baszler came out at the end. She signed it. Got in she was the tally- fashionably late. Yeah, she got in Natalia's face for some reason, which I wouldn't get in her face because I don't want to feud with her. And uh, <laughs> Natalia got back in Baszler's face. Oscar pushed Natalia down, which was hilarious, and then got in uh, Baser's face, said some shit in Spanish, and then said, bite me. And then uh, <laughs> Natalia attacked Oscar, which led to Liv Morgan, like, okay, whatever. And she, this was hilarious, she fucking jumped over the table onto Ruby Riot, and like, just the way, like, the way it is with everybody brawling. Yeah, isn't, isn't it like a big gif right now? Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and, um, Sarah Logan uh, pulled them apart so that's happening Baszler was in the ring by herself laughing and then this led to Becky Lynch coming out attacking Baszler they got separated and then Lynch came uh attacked her again they got separated and uh, honestly like I have already said in the past uh, I'll keep saying it until she loses the fucking title I don't like Becky Lynch she people are definitely um not behind her as like they used to be yeah she um what did she do? She came out, like, she got bit two weeks ago from Basler. And she just came out, ran up to her, had her stupid glasses on again, the deal with the glasses. The like, meme ones or whatever. Yeah, if, if I got bit by someone, I'm about to go attack them. You best believe I'm not coming out with a fucking title. The title's somewhere in the back already. The fucking glasses are off. The fucking jacket I'll probably take off on the way to the ring. Yeah. And, like, it's just the way she sold everything. Like, just came out all still laughing and being her fucking dorky self like Seth Rollins used to be. It's, it's like I was telling you, dude. Like, you know, the last time I was on, right, and we talked about, I, I wasn't sure how I felt about it, you know, about the whole bite and whatever. And I said, as long as they can keep selling it, then it should be fine. And I used, you know, Moxley and Santana and, and, uh, and Dustin 
as examples how they kept selling it. You look on AEW and Santana and Moxie are still wearing their eye patches. Yeah, I know you don't like the eye patch, but at least they're still selling it. You know what yeah, I mean? And outside I'll give them that. that they are. Becky Lynch just what is it, a week later? A week, week and a half later, whatever, then and it's nothing. And then it's like you come out and you're still showboating, whatever. It's like this chick just did this to you. Get in there and whip her ass. Like you know, like what, what are you doing to me? You know, it's, I don't understand it. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I I get what you're saying. The whole dorky stuff. And yeah. It really is. It, it really is. Um, it's like okay, think of it this way. Shayna alone is cool as fuck. Like she is so damn cool, effortlessly. I feel like Becky has to try. And that's where the disconnect is. Yeah. I, I can't wait to WrestleMania too for her to get the towel off her. She's already had it. She's going to go on a year with it. and it's. I really hope so. <laughs> yeah. I, I, hope I, I really hope so. I hope Ronda uh, Rousey comes out and uh, celebrates with Baszler and then attacks Baszler. We get that who? feud. Um, oh, Rousey? Yeah, Rousey. Apparently she's not... Well, from what she said in an interview, she doesn't have a timetable, but it's not going to be anytime soon. But I wouldn't be surprised if they're just playing that up and then she does come out for Wrestlemania that would be pretty badass yeah but uh that happened I feel like uh, that's pretty much everything I guess with Raw and Smackdown I feel like there's one more thing on Raw but I just can't remember um uh, oh we already hum- mentioned Humberto oh. Carrillo and Angel Garza oh, had a match oh yes dude Angel Garza is a freaking badass man I love that guy yeah both of them are fucking awesome and um Humberto's cool too but oh my Angel right now dude superstar he oozes charisma he's he is, like how you said, I think two weeks ago, he is Eddie Guerrero. He is the new He's Eddie Guerrero. Yep, he, he definitely is. Um, man, just the way he carries him, like, he knows. You know what I mean? He knows he's a freaking superstar. Um, his cockiness, every, every, dude, even when this dude takes off his pants. <laughs> like, even <laughs> that's like, you gotta watch. Yeah. He... <laughs> you know, like, I, I love that. Um, I think, honestly, dude, I like him better with Zelina. Than Andrade. Yeah. I think they have better chemistry. Um, I like this whole, like, he's over here, like, you know, kissing the girl's hand, you know, things like that. Like, I love his mannerisms. Um, I wouldn't mind him completely going to Raw. Because um, I, I think he still shows up. I think he still does double duty, doesn't he? Yeah. I would love to see him on yeah. just Raw and a few with uh, Andrade for the, the services of Zelina Vega. Something, yeah, like, I I really hope, because I love Andrade, but Angel, man, he is something I, I man, I, I can't say enough good things about him. I, I, I love seeing his stuff, man. Yeah, they can send Andrade to SmackDown, so they can have at least one Mexican on each one. That's good, because Andrade is really good still. But Angel no, Garza, yeah, really between is. the two, is, is a fucking star. And Humberto's good, too. Uh, I just feel like, I think when they started with the build-up to him, it was good. But then eventually they were having him lose so much, in a, and not in like where he looked strong. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was so excited for his build up, honestly. Up. Huh? When when his build up started, I was excited for. It. I was like, hell yeah! Like it's it's obvious he's gonna lose to the champion Rollins, and then he That's lost fine, again yeah. to, I think, um, I forgot who he lost to the second time. But I was like, it's obvious he's gonna lose, and like he's just gonna go up from here. And then he kept well, losing. He started losing a lot, and then like to AJ, um, which it's like you shouldn't be. You know, you can't be down on somebody for losing to, like, AJ Styles, you know? Yeah. But the way that they had it set up, it, it just wasn't 
resonating as it should, I guess. But it's evident. I mean, he's great too. But Angel Garza, he's just something else, man. Yeah. Like that dude. I think he's gonna be huge. I and I hope they continue to book him the way that they're booking him. They're doing it right with him. Yeah, hopefully. I, I think it's Paul Hammond that's booking him, so hopefully he keeps booking him like that. I really hope so. Uh, but um, other than that, I think that was pretty much it for Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, I've watched AEW, because you know me. Um, Fucking Mark. Yeah, straight up, dude. <laughs> I love it. Um, it started off um, Wednesday night, right? It started off with the 30-minute Iron Man match, uh, Kenny Omega versus Pack, which I thought was great. Um, it ended in a tie, and then Justin Roberts came on the mic and said, they're going to have sudden death. And Kenny Omega hit the one-winged angel for the win. And like I said, it was built up really good. The Young Bucks were there with them, which is kind of ironic because it's like, oh, well, on Saturday they have a, um, you know, the, t- the tag team matches against them. Yeah. And uh, Paige wasn't with them. What? Paige wasn't there. You no, know, Paige wasn't there, which was great to show also. Or, you know, that they, that Jim Ross called it out, like, you know, kind of concerned you know because hangman you know, or how does he say hangman yeah excuse me um anyway so kenny wins uh tony shivani tries to interview pack and you know basically is like so you know you're over here you're beating up his friends you're calling him out but you lost <laughs> you know and pack gets pissed whatever and then orange freaking cassidy comes out and he goes face to face with Pac, and you know Pac destroys him, which sets up for Revolution. Pac versus Orange Cassidy, which I think is going to be so amazing. I didn't know I ever wanted this, um, and I think it was right after that. It was the Best Friends versus Butcher and the Blade, and uh, it was, you know pretty good match and the Best Friends win, and and uh, Chucky e. T gets on the mic and was like, you know, hey Pac, you know you think we're you know, we're a bunch of losers or, or whatever. Um, or, you know, you think we're a joke or whatever. Well, you know what? You know, you're going to go up against Orange Cassidy and he's going to try. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever seen any of his stuff, too, but Orange Cassidy is, like, a really, really good wrestler. Yeah, he is. So I'm really excited for that. Oh, and also, like, the one of the pops of the night was Orange Cassidy and Allie, or the bunny. Um going face to face she steals his shades he steals her bunny ears and she tries to kick him in the nuts and you know he gets away from that and he ends up doing a tope suicida to the butcher so that was great um there was another tag team match um which was the inner circle versus jurassic express um again another you know fun little match nothing too crazy uh, and then darby allen came out and He's continuing his stuff with Sammy Guevara, which I think will probably be one of the matches of the night um, for Revolution. Uh, and actually, I think uh, Sammy hit him in the in the head with the skateboard and broke the skateboard in half. Looked pretty cool. Uh, there was a Fatal Four Way: Yuka Sakazaki, Hikaru Shida, Big Swole, and uh, Shanna. And I thought it was again, it was another fun little match, like nothing too crazy. Um, and Hikaru Shida won, which you, know, you already know my feelings about Hikaru Shida. All right. What What are your feelings? I love her so much. 
Uh, what did you say last time that she's Bay? <laughs> what? Last time you said that she's Bay. She's definitely Bay. Is, is your wife in the room with you? Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, she's great. Uh, and you know what's funny? Like, she's great, but it's simple too. Because if you watch her stuff, it's just a bunch of kicks and well, I mean, all the Joshi fighters. It's just a bunch of kicks and knees. But I guess I don't know it's the way that they set it up or what, but it just makes it look so good. Um, so she ended up winning, which will probably set up, you know, whoever wins at Revolution between Nyla and uh, Statlander, she'll probably be the uh, number one contender from there. Um, what else was there before the weigh-in? Uh, I don't remember. I don't have my laptop on me. But um, anyways, they had the weigh-in with Moxley. And Jericho, it was freaking hilarious. I don't know if you saw any of it. Um, it was hilarious. Uh, Jericho comes out with the inner circle, and they're going by the Painmaker Posse, and they come out like 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 the Gracies do in UFC, like all in the line or whatever. And anyway, so Moxley, you know, comes out. He does his way in. I think he was at like two thirty four. And, all right, so we're waiting for Jericho, right? And Jericho's being this heel, you know, he's just not, you know, he's taking forever to do this weigh-in. And, I mean, I was, I don't, I'm sure you've heard him. He gets a lot of criticism for his body, like, a lot. Um, he's actually looking pretty, well, I'm not going to say slim, but, you know, he looks like he's um, he's gotten a lot more tone recently. So, I mean, that's really good. Um, he was in Kansas City. And the Chiefs are the Super Bowl winners. So, and Patrick Mahomes is their quarterback. Um, you know, crowd was being loud. Jericho grabs the mic and he goes, "Yeah, Aaron Mahomes is a is a piece of shit." <laughs> and you know, whatever, getting some heat. And he goes on right before he gets on the scale. He takes off his little handkerchief. Uh, takes a while, gets back up, and he's opening up his jacket. And then he starts going back and forth with Moxley. Moxley headbutts the hell out of him actually caused a gash that needed seven stitches and you know there's a big brawl dustin comes out and takes uh hager out they end up going um you know towards the concession stands and stuff and um hager slams dustin's head against the wall and then throws him into the dipping dots and of course jr with the you know damn dipping dots didn't do anything to anybody it's freaking hilarious uh, and then darby came out goes up against sammy um, it kind of looked like, okay, well, you know, the, the, the faces are going to get the upper hand. And they actually don't. Darby gets beat by Sammy. Um, and then Moxley and Jericho go at it. Jericho does the uh, the Judas effect. And then he actually does a paradigm shift onto the scale that they were going to be weighed on. And uh, so the last image before the show goes off air is... Jericho with one foot over Moxley with a bloody face just showing off. And I thought it was a really good go-home show uh, for Revolution. I said, I know I'm missing stuff. Oh, um, uh, Dark Order versus SCU is going to happen. And uh, Evil Uno said that the Exalted One you know, is coming. And he actually used the word obsolete, which is a big thing for Matt Hardy. Um, I'm starting to think that it's actually not going to be Matt Hardy. Because I don't know if you've really paid attention, but anything that they do, 
they kind of use, you know, whatever the rumor is at the moment. Like, you know, whoever's going to show up, they kind of use a thing of theirs. Like, I want to say even with Lance Archer, like, I think they use the everybody dies thing. Um, you know, so it's like a red herring, I guess. So uh, he said he's coming, you know, the exalted one's coming soon. So I want to see what's up with that. Um, but yeah, man, I, you know, again, like I said, I, I thought it was a really good show. Uh, and then as far as NXT, the main stuff that I heard was uh, Charlotte beat Bianca Belair, which people were upset. I don't know. I don't understand why people would be upset about that. Yeah, Bianca Belair can't think... hang with Charlotte, so it makes no sense for Charlotte to lose going into the preview unless the stipulation was if you win, then you're getting put into the tri- making a triple threat match. But... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just like, I, I, get, I get it. You know, people... No matter when Charlotte wins, it's going to always be a, oh, well, they're just pushing her to whatever. whatever. Um, I don't think it's it's that in this case. It's, it's, you know, they show that Bianca can go with Charlotte. So that elevates her. But at the same time, Charlotte needs to win because why the hell would she be challenging Rhea Ripley? You know yeah. what I mean? So um, I heard it was really good. And, oh, uh, who was it? Champa went up against uh, what's his name? Austin Theory. Austin Theory. I did watch um that match actually. I forgot about that match. The match was really good. I yeah, didn't... I heard it was really good. I was washing dishes whenever it was going on, so I didn't get to see the ending. I why I wasn't paying attention to the ending, but from what I was I paying attention to, Ciampa it was really won. good. What was it? I said I would imagine Champa won. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, unless Gargano came out, but I don't think so. Yeah, no, I think he won. Did you hear anything else on that show? I did not. I know they're setting up for a uh, normal contendership for the women's title, NXT women's title. And uh, the match is going to happen at TakeOver. So whoever wins from Charlotte and Ripley, the next contender will be chosen at TakeOver in a ladder match. Is the next TakeOver the Tampa. one that's right before WrestleMania? Yeah, Tampa. Okay, okay. Oh, and they also announced like two steel cage matches? Yes, uh, Dakota Kai taking on Tegan Knox steel cage next week. Yeah. And, and then there's another one too. What was the other one? I don't remember, but I know that there's another one. There's two. It's a men, uh, we, men's one. We suck at our jobs. <laughs> yeah. We'll Those tell y'all guys next week. week. Um. Anything else happen? Um. I don't think so. It's like if. If they change it now, then it would be like, it's oh. It's definitely going to look like, oh, well, you only did it because of AEW. Yeah, so yeah. I doubt that that's going to happen. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, like how do you feel about that with steel cages? I, I said last week I think it's stupid. But, I mean, I'm, yeah. I guess I'm used to WWE's escape way. or no escape? The no escape is stupid. But, I mean, I guess I'm probably used to WWE's way, so that's probably why. Yeah. Um, when I first heard, you know, they were doing the steel cage match, which was really good, uh, by the way. And when I first heard that they were doing it and they announced, like, the rules to it, I think they did it on Twitter before they did it on, on AEW. Um, they said there wasn't going to be an escape. And I was like, that's weird. Like, why is there not an escape, right? And I actually looked more into it, and it turns out that's actually the way steel cages work. Back in the day, like yeah, their, it, the escape didn't mean a damn thing, and then it made sense to me. Like, well, if you're that much in a grudge match, right, you want to be locked with them so you can kick their ass. And then I kind of like, 
I didn't actually go back and watch Steel Cage matches, but I went back into, like, you know, my memories of them, and there were a lot of fucking spots of, oh, is he going to go out the door? You know, and he's crawling, slow fucking crawling. Or, you know, is he going to climb out? And it's a climbing fest. Actually, you know which one, which is one that I, I saw recently was the, uh, I mean, I guess, it, I don't know if it counts, kind of, but some of the stuff kind of does. The, uh, the Ambrose Asylum one? Yeah. With Jericho and Mark, or, yeah. So, it was like, a lot of it was just them climbing. And I know for that particular match, it was more about climbing to get the, uh, the weapons, but that's what it kind of felt like. Like, when I, when I thought of them, like, I just remember a bunch of, oh, there's climbing, there's climbing. Oh, okay, he's going to get them off. And then for the ones where they can escape through the door, it's, oh, okay, he's crawling. Is he going to grab his foot, you know? And it was very, like, for me at least, it was, like, very anticlimactic. So when I heard the AEW was going to do it this old-fashioned way, I was like, that's really weird. I've never seen that. But after watching the match, I was like, okay, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, it was um, really good. But I think there's a lot of things that, because WWE has been as big as it's been for as long as it's been, a lot of these, like, wrestling rules, we don't see them as wrestling rules. We see them as WWE rules. Yeah. And uh, so some things might be different. But it doesn't mean, you know, things would be better or not. It just depends on how they do it. But Yeah, it's like the... I, I think it's a good idea. It's like the NFL right now with the XFL. XFL is making their new rules. Which is hilarious because yeah, XFL is pretty much so the... People are actually saying... I don't know if you've actually watched the games. I haven't, but apparently there's a lot of things that the XFL does that the NFL should do. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, so, yeah, that, that, that's a trip. But um, I, I honestly, man, I, I would be fine... Because WWE does their, you know, they, like you said, you know, they've been doing it for so long, right? If they found a way to not make it, like, you know, I don't want to say boring. Boring is not the right word, but stale, I guess, maybe, um, when it comes to them climbing out and whatever, whatever, or they spend more time wrestling and then there's the, you know, couple of times that they're trying to escape and it looks like, damn, you know, he might, he might get out. I think they should continue with their formula, and then you know AEW does their formula. But like, I'm not calling for WWE to change. Yeah, I don't that, think that part of it. You know, I don't think they will. I mean, like I said, they've been doing it for years. It makes no sense. According to Vince himself, he's not competing with them, so I, I doubt they'll change it unless like Triple H calls for it. But even then, Triple yeah. H has been doing his own shit. He knows what he's doing. I I don't obviously with, with NXT succeeding the way it is, like you know damn well he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, He's a lot more connected to it, I guess is a good good way to... Yeah. Do you want to get into AEW Revolution predictions? Yeah, man. We got him up. Let's see. Uh, first match, the Bustard Pock versus Orange Cassidy. I think this is going to be so damn good and so damn entertaining. But I think ultimately it's going to end with Pac beating the hell out of Orange Cassidy. So, Pac winning or Orange Cassidy Pac, winning? Yeah, Pac's going to win. I feel like it's going to be Orange Cassidy by DQ. Because Pac's going to beat him up completely. Right. So, uh, I'm going with Cassidy. I love, I love Pac's character, dude. He's such an asshole. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got for the AW Women's Championship, Women's World Championship, Chris Stetlander versus Nyla Rose. Um, I think most people want Stetlander to win, which, I mean, I, I think is a good thing, too. But I feel like Nyla Rose has been built up so well lately. I think she's going to take it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Nyla Rose is going to retain because she just won the she title. Won. Yeah. But Stat Liner winning would be awesome. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, next up, you got Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. Oh, man, I think this one, like I said, I think this will probably be match of the night. Yeah. Um, God, it's so hard because neither of them have, like, a definitive win on anybody. And this will be the first for either one of them. But I'm going to say Darby Allen because he's probably the biggest, like, homegrown star for AEW. Since you said Darby Allen, I'm going to go with our boy Sammy Guevara. Just because. Yeah. Either way, dude, it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, we're going to win that match. <laughs> for real. Uh, next up for the AEW World Tag Team Championships, we got the Young Bucks versus Omega and Hangman Adam Page. This one's a little hard. Um, but I think the Young Bucks will win, and it'll cause Hangman to turn on Kenny. I'm still going with the Young Bucks turning on Kenny, not on Kenny, on um, Paige. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't say, I don't know, I guess they would turn. or I see Kenny Omega siding with Hangman Page in this feud. I don't see so, him joining. So if the Young Bucks turn, then, you know, uh, Kenny and Hangman stay based. No, I but think. If the, the Young Bucks don't turn and Hangman turns, you think Kenny will go with. Like turn heel with him. I think Kenny and Page, yeah, Kenny and Page are gonna stay together, whether they're hero faces. I don't care, yeah. but I feel like it's gonna lead up to where Hangman and Page are really getting pissed off with the Young Bucks, and Kenny finally sees it, and he sides with Hangman and Page, and they just beat up the the Young Bucks, and they retain their titles. Yeah, they, they've definitely been uh, playing up to it a lot, and then they did uh, on the show. They did a, a what is it like a, a sit down interview. And Nick Jackson actually told Hangman, like, you were a jobber in Ring of Honor. And then you came and joined the Elite, and now you're a star, or whatever. And throughout the whole interview, you know, they're going at Hangman, right? And the drinking, whatever. And Kenny's kind of just like, well, you know, I mean, you're the Young Bucks. You know, you're out of the best tag team, and, you know, whatever, whatever. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, what you're saying, like, eventually, Kenny kind of, like, sides with Hangman, like, you know what? Like I, you know, I'm talking up these guys too much, or whatever, just because they're friends or whatever. Whatever, I'm gonna turn on their ass too. Yeah. Either way, I think it's gonna be really good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing this feud, whichever, whatever way they choose to do it. Yeah. Uh, next up for the main event, you got John Mox uh, for AEW World Championship. You got John Moxley versus Christian Jericho. I think this is another one that really can go either way, but I feel like Moxley's been—he's on a ten-win streak I don't think it'll break at Revolution I think now it sets up for him to become the AEW world champion I think Jericho's actually going to retain to make that title more I think he's going to have it until yeah. the next show which is what Double or Nothing yeah I think so. so I think he'll retain it and I think honestly dude either way that they do it I think it's going to be so good because Jericho still is so good as a champion and then Moxley has been built up so good as the you know, as this uh, as this guy, you know this this dude this just pirate doesn't give a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, this pirate, <laughs> you know, this big boss from Metal Gear. You know, Actually, I thought he was a uh, more like a Deathstroke from Arrow. Oh, that's pretty damn cool too, man. Yeah, that's because <laughs> like I was listening to the Busted Open podcast, and Bully Ray was like, "I think Moxley should wear the eye patch forever. Like that sells the hell out of it." And I mean, he does look pretty badass with an eye patch, so. Meh. Yeah. Wait, so you said that was the main event? Yeah, is uh, there any other matches? 
Yeah, you skipped over MJF versus Cody. That is correct. I didn't. Oh, I went biggest, to this one's gonna be a. This is not gonna be a wrestling match. This one's gonna be a fight. I was on their freaking uh, their website. Doesn't even have that match on here. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, uh, it's probably honestly just probably the biggest match. Um, I'm gonna go with MJF. I I think um, I really want Cody to win. I want Cody to beat the hell out of MJF. But I think it would be such a good story for MJF to actually be the winner here. Like, I think that would build him up so damn good. Yeah, I, I agree with MJF because, I mean, Cody's already built up as this over baby face. It only makes sense for MJF to take pick up the win. You know what I love, though? Like, Cody's probably had more injuries and more shit happen to him than anybody else on the brand. And... It, Every time he's done it, it's pretty much to put somebody else over. Yeah. And I think that's great. Like, the unselfishness that he had. I, I don't know why people... I don't know if you've ever heard, but I've heard a lot of people say he's, like, selfish when it comes to this wrestling stuff. That he puts himself in or whatever, but I don't see it. It, it is selfish, but it's not in the negative way either. It's Yeah, yeah. The, he wants the, to do exactly, these spots. Yeah. Like, the steel cage, he did it selfishly, jump off the steel cage, because, I mean... As a performer in a, from Atlanta, he wanted to do that, so mm-hmm. he did it selfishly. But it makes but, Wardlow look so strong that it's like, damn, you know, I had to do this, yeah, to beat, you know, to beat him, you know. And then um, I don't know, I don't, I don't think it was a botch, but the whole, you know, with the scar that he has on his face, yeah. Um, which I mean, well, I, I, I don't think it's, I don't look at it as a botch. I think of it as just, it just a happy accident, I guess. Yeah, but you know, with that scar, like it was him having to, you know, go out of his way, throw himself at Jericho to try to put him down. Which I mean, Jericho doesn't need to build up, but at the age he is and stuff like that, a lot of people doubt him. So I think it helps. Like, oh, you know, he's still he's still this legend. Um, a lot of things, man. You know, he's always heard these lashes that he got. Um, it's just so many things. The, the chair shot with uh, with Sean Spears. I mean, not that he was supposed to bleed, but he takes these things. He took the unprotected chair shot is what he was supposed to. And I mean, he takes these things and it builds up these people. And you could say whatever you want about Sean Spears, but star. he's still... He's a star. Star Spears. He's still... Man. And you know, he actually... Uh, I don't know if you saw the Chris Van... I know it's a little off of what we were talking about. He was on the Chris Van Bleed show. Yeah, I heard and, it. Uh, he's so happy, man. He's so happy with where he's at. People bitch at him on Twitter and stuff. Like, oh, well, you're still a jobber. You're still this, this, and that, or whatever. And it's like, but he's having fun, man. Like, and he's been focusing on his wrestling school. He just opened up a wrestling school with Tyler Breeze in Florida. Yeah. And it's like, that's why, you know, he's not on TV as often. But it's also not like something where, oh, we never we never use him. I think he's, um, I think Cody is going to have um, Arn Anderson turn on him. And, you think so? Yeah, him to side with MJF, and they're going to build that stable, MJF, Wardlow, with uh, Sean Anderson. Spears, and Tolly Blanchard, and Arn Anderson. Dude, okay, I never thought about that. That shit would be fucking amazing, but that shit would also be heartbreaking. Oh, no. Like, why, does, why does everybody turn on Cody? <laughs> the, the thing is, Cody doesn't need a manager, which is oh, weird. he doesn't. Because he, he, he brought him. I like the way that they've used him. Like, I like the way that they've used Arn Anderson, the whole coaching thing. Yeah. But... I mean, Arn did turn on Dusty. 
Yeah, he, he has Brandy again, so I mean, they only make sense for him and Brandy, the yeah. power couple, but um, I know Sean Spears in that interview was kind of... Oh, I he think said a, that there's a lot of stuff that they have planned yeah, for and, him and Tully. Yeah, and um, Van Vliet was asking about Arn Anderson, you know, ever seen Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, and he was like kind of hinting, like, oh, I mean, we have a whole bunch of stuff planned, so yeah. we'll never say never, and I, I can see that happening. That'd be so freaking awesome, though. And then I love the fact that Brandy's back with Cody as the manager. I think she's great yeah. as his manager. Like, it brings that realism to it. And also, she's a fucking goddess, dude. Oh, yeah. My God. Um. Next up, we got Dustin Rose versus Jake Hager. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was another one we missed. Yeah. Um, Jake Hager. Hager this. Hager's, Hager's winning. There's no ifs and buts about it. Win. And I honestly, dude, I remember, I'm not like his biggest fan. No, that's me. He was in WWE. I think he's going to look great. Like, I think Dustin's going to make him look amazing. Yeah. Dustin, it's... we got to give props to Dustin, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought he was going to come back, you know, whenever they announced the whole thing with AEW. And, you know, when he came back for, or when he came to Double or Nothing. I thought it was going to be that one brother versus brother match, and that was it. But he's done more pay-per-views. He's done more um, uh, TV shows. And he's so damn good. I wish he was this fit 20 years ago. I really do. feel like he would have been such a bigger star in WWE. But, I mean, better late than never, right? Yeah. He's he's there more to build up the other stars now, I believe. So, uh, Hager but, winning. But at the same time, he looks so great yeah. doing it. You know, and he's, he looks like he's in great shape. Um, he's still busting out Canadian destroyers. And, you know, like these things that he never did and um apparently he's been really really big of a help uh backstage and he does like wrestling seminars and stuff that like 85 percent of the roster goes to and i think it's really good for the industry to have guys like him yeah but um i think that's oh well and then uh, well on the matches so now i think they added like i said i think they added scu versus dark order um i think the dark order will, will take this one yeah, it only makes sense for them to build him up, but do you see the Chris... exalted one coming? Yeah, do you see Christopher Daniels being the exalted one? No. Uh I did it first, but I I think it's more of a like a because it's a a rumor, I think it's one of those things where it's like, nope, like we'll tease it, but no, it's not gonna happen. I think they call it a red herring. Um I think it's going to be something like that. I don't know who it'll be. Because now I'm starting not to believe that it'll be Matt Hardy either. But, um... It'll be awesome if it's Christopher I, Daniels, though. The Fallen Angel. I think that'd be pretty cool. I just don't think they'll do it. But, admittedly, I mean, he... I mean, we haven't seen him ever since... Uh, remember, you know, when they came on the screen, he's like, oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to go check on him. He never came back. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty much the show. Oh, and uh, did we already say? Oh, we already said not a ruling for Stalin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, those are predictions. Yeah, um, if y'all want to predict, y'all want to, you know, whenever we post it, y'all comment down and tell us what the predictions are. If y'all think we're wrong, if y'all hate us for predicting Jake Hager for winning or predicting Nyla Rose for winning, just fucking call tell me us. Call AEW Mark. Yeah, call me AEW Mark if you want. Uh, his personal, it's not It's not that hard to find his personal shit. You just, yeah, like, message him every day that he's, he fucking sucks. Fucking Mark. Yeah. <laughs> 
my Twitter. It's nothing but AEW stuff. Um, the last order of business for the day, it's like like after this, I go cry about Goldberg fucking winning. Is uh, you just had, you just had to bring it back. <laughs> full circle, man. It's just fucking sad. Um, it is, this just happened like an hour ago while recording this as well. So that's probably why it's fresh in my head. I'll probably forget about it by the time you're listening to this. Um, the rest of the week. Rest of the week is brought to you by Pro Wrestling Empire Magazine. If y'all know what that is, it's a magazine dedicated to pro wrestling. Uh, they cover the indies to the mainstream, so go check it out. Y'all might see a, your favorite podcast hosts in um, the magazine, which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool, man. Honestly, like I don't give it, I don't talk about it a lot, but like me personally, I don't know about you. Whenever I was younger, I used to collect WWE magazines, like every issue for like three years. Oh, yeah, I had the SummerSlam issue that had Tori Wilson on there with the hot dog. Oh, yeah, for sure. I still think about it to this day. <laughs> I used to have all the magazines uh, for like three, four you years. No, I don't think you are. But um, <laughs> it's just so cool, like, buying a magazine, flipping through it, and seeing our faces on it. Like, not not on it, but in it. Yeah, yeah. It's just pretty cool. Like, I said it's it the first time whenever we got, we got into the magazine. I'm like, this is just, we're, we're just a sponsor, and it's fucking awesome. So, check yeah. it out. And, um, you know. If y'all post, uh, take a picture of it, tag us in it, that'd be cool. But, yes. yeah, rest of the week is your choice. Go ahead, man. Yeah, so uh, this week I chose the uh, Rogue Heavyweight Champion, AA3. You feel me on, on his name, buddy? Alejandro Alvarez third. Yeah, you see, I'll fuck that up. Um... Hold up, hold up. <laughs> he, he has a whole bunch of nicknames. I just need to find them. I, I forgot the find nicknames. Him. Please find them for me. He has like three or four nicknames. But, go ahead. Um, so he has, uh, the match or a show coming up on the first, um, Sunday. in my hometown or our hometown, right? Of Robstown. Yeah. Um, at the Red Barn, tickets are still available. Uh, he's going to be in a, I want to say it's like a gauntlet match. Yeah. He's a world champion and he's, um, defending the title in a gauntlet and I believe he's the last, the, well, he's the champion. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's the last one to come out. Yeah. So no doubt it's gonna be a gonna be a good show. Um, I've known him for many years. Um, grew up, you know, we, we went to school together, and um, <laughs> he's always been uh, me for me personally. He's always been a great guy. And uh, on his shows, probably not so much. <laughs> but um, I'm really proud of him and uh, all the stuff he's able he's been able to accomplish. In his short time, um, I'm really looking forward to to seeing what happens at the show. Um, but yeah, definitely check him out. He, he puts, uh, you know, it, it's uh, separating from the you know from the character and, and reality. He puts a lot of heart um, into his into his craft, into his work. Um, it's a great dude. So please go check him out. And if you hear any screaming, that's myself. <laughs> um, yeah, he's really good. We've had him on the podcast back in May last year, I believe. Yeah. After he won the title, me and Nick, and he um, he he's really good. He's really entertaining. He plays up the, the basically his character is pretty much um, rich kid from Mexico, royalty. Uh, I'm like looking out for his nicknames. I remember saying on the podcast, I just. 
you know, A3 is not always on my mind, so you know, I kind of forgot. Excuse me, A3 for what? How was he not always on your mind? I don't know, man. He, he should always <laughs> be on everybody's mind, but he's just not on my mind right now. Currently, I have right. I have a headache currently right now. While we're doing this podcast. It's because you're upset with uh, Goldberg beating the league. You know, man, you're always bringing it back to this, but you know, it's true. That's, you know, yeah, it is, but you don't have to bring it up, though. It's all right, buddy. It'll be fine. In a week or two weeks, you're gonna be like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch. I want to watch SmackDown." So, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have an answer to that. I'm, I'm, on, not, I'm not gonna watch SmackDown, but uh, <laughs> dude, where the hell are his nicknames? Like, I think I would post them. I have no idea why I don't post them. Anyways, his match is gonna be yeah. great. Go do yourself a favor. Go and watch it. It's gonna be awesome. If you're in Ropstown, it's again Sunday, March first, this Sunday, and Sunday, Sunday, he, Sunday. It's defending the side on gauntlet match. This is the first, uh, I want to say like nine competitors before uh, yeah. I, when I've gone. They had like six or five or seven, but now it's nine. And it's pretty much all the all the major um, rogue stars in the match. And I mean, honestly, me personally, the only one I really care for is AA3 and Lobo Alpha. So I mean, either way, whoever wins AA3 or Lobo Alpha, it's going to be a great match. If anybody else wins, uh, I. I don't know. I'm just not excited. But I'm really upset I can't find his fucking, his nicknames. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sure he'll let us know. You go back on the podcast, listen to it, and check it out. Well, yeah, I've, I've said it multiple times on that podcast. It's like the Rogue Royalty, the, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't remember. He calls everybody at the watches though, which is hilarious. It's, it is hilarious because everybody in Robstown, well, they are the watches. So. That's and I can say that. I'm from there. That's hurtful. I'm a Taquache. You are, but that's hurtful still. When I was on the football team, we had a play called the Taquache Special. That's probably where you got it from. Huh? That's probably where you got it from. Probably. So, <laughs> you know, this is how it goes, buddy. Um, also, this Saturday, if you're in Louisiana, which I don't know if any we have any listeners from Louisiana yet, there is actually a comic convention, which... Is happening, and Ace Austin, the Impact X Division Champion, will be there, which is uh, pretty cool. I want to go. It's ten bucks in, I believe, so I might go if I have the money. Yeah, because I have to drive. It's like near New Orleans. It's like an hour away from me. So. Oh yeah. Um. Man, I don't know why I'm not prepared for this fucking podcast. Okay, here it is. Showcase Comic Con 2.0, and it's from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And again, I think the tickets are either 10 or 15 bucks. Children 12 and under are free with the paying adult, which my daughter's going to go with me. And um, they also have the Stars of Wildcat Pro Wrestling, which is a promotion here in Louisiana, which is from the guy who jumped off the second floor um, at the mall. Yeah. He's going to be there, PJ Hawks. And uh, there are other wrestlers are going to be there, so that's going to be pretty cool. I'll probably meet them for the first time. Maybe I'll get an interview. I don't know. It just depends on how I'm feeling that day. But, yeah. That's pretty much it. You got anything else, Reaper? No, that's that's pretty much it. All right. Hopefully, well, um, hopefully this week is a better one. Or, I'm know. sorry, next week. I hope next week is a better one. And it starts with revolution. So yeah. Yeah. Um, John Cena again was returning tonight. Oh yes, and yes, and John Cena's coming back. Yeah, that I ain't all they announced so far for us recording this. So yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. 
Um, thanks for listening. Remember, this isn't just wrestling. Wrestling. Bye. Tacos. Wrestling. Kingdom. This isn't just wrestling. wrestling.